Hey dreamers, I'm Joe Pardo, and my guest today is making her dreams come true by Facebook living every single day. And and I have to admit, I don't re- quite recall how we got connected, but I know that once I went and checked out her uh, her videos, and you can probably hear Ava going on in the background. Um, once I checked out her videos, I, I knew that she shared a common thread of awesomeness and I wanted to have her on the show. Uh, so dreamers, I'd like to welcome to the show, Ashley Sanders. Hello everybody. Hi dreamers. How are you guys doing? I hope everybody's great. I, I know I am. I know I'm doing great. So look, Ashley, why don't you get started by giving some background about yourself? All right. Um, I'm a, uh, I'm like an entertainer. Um, kind of turn. Well, at first I started with like marketing and marketing is fun when you do creative marketing, but then there's this thing about marketing where you have to give results and, uh, it gets real challenging at that point. And so it's weird, you know, but then I decided, uh, to go into radio and when I did radio, that worked really well for me. Um, I loved it. I, within like three months I got my own show. And then after that, I, um, after that I went into comedy and then comedy's fun, but comedy's slow. So then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start my own thing on Facebook Live. And instead of doing podcasts, I wanted people to see my face and, you know, see my laughter and have fun. So I was like, let's do this, man. Let's do it. <laughs> and um, I just started from there, and I haven't stopped since. Oh, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. And I uh, commend you on your your willingness to just jump in and do things. I mean, that's one of the things that we do here uh, with the Dreamers podcast, you know, business lessons from those who live their dreams and uh, being willing to just do it and not worry about the the consequences of failure uh, is is absolutely awesome. Yeah. Well, I failed before in plenty of things. I mean, I've been to high school. I failed tests, you know. I went to college. I failed tests. So, to me, it wasn't a big deal to, you know, I didn't really, fa- I wasn't really afraid of failing as much as I was afraid of starting, actually. Starting was more, fr- was more scary than failing. I failed plenty of times. So, I mean, it's, it sounds kind of morbid, but it's like, I can always start over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So, so let's talk about, uh, the, the, the radio aspect of it. How, how did you wind up, uh, doing radio um it was a it was a it was kind of a once again another snap irrational Ashley decision I made that actually worked out um I was just kind of in a crappy job and I just I wasn't happy I wanted to go to school but college wasn't exactly right for me so I went to broadcasting school and I did really well and then like halfway through uh school I landed a job doing promotions in a radio station and and then I was like, it's hot outside. Um, this is South Florida. I need to do something inside. So then I went to like board, board operations and production. And then I snuck onto a show one day and then I stuck onto another show. And then next thing you know, Sunday mornings, instead of me sitting behind a board, I was live. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. Um, so the Facebook lives, um, what got you started with that as far as like what 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 appealed to you about doing that daily um i didn't actually quite catch your beginning of that sentence what did you say oh um what did the uh the what what appealed to you about the facebook lives that that got you interested in doing them daily um i would have to say 
it was just like a talk show. And um, I love talk shows actually a lot, you know, from like um, Geraldo to Donahue and Joan Rivers. And I just, I, I love them. And I saw someone doing a talk show, a live talk show interview. And I was like, okay, well, that's where my life's going at this point. So let's go, let's do it. Um, it just really, once I saw that first interview, I was like, I can do this. This is a talk show. I love talk shows. You know what I mean? I can bring on guests. I can have them talk about themselves and, you know, I can talk about myself and it's just, it's, it's something that I've always loved and now it's something I do and I love it so much. Oh, awesome. 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 So, so let's, uh, so what, what, what do you, um, do with your Facebook lives? Like, cause, cause doing a daily one, I mean, it's gotta be tough to, to necessarily come up with content and come up with, uh, you know, different guests and things like that. So how, how do you get inspiration for that? Well, usually it's, um, well, I started with, uh, the, you know, your regular first video or first podcast where it's, who am I, what am I going to bring to the table? And so I kind of made a list of things throughout that whole video and I rewatched the video. I wrote them down. And things I really liked, I moved around. Uh, things I kind of liked, I moved to the middle. Things I didn't really like, I moved them to, like, Wednesday of the week, you know. Let's just get through it. Things I really liked, I put them in Fridays. And I kind of just categorized things. And then I tried to do, like, a weekly theme for about two weeks. And it worked as well as it possibly could for only two weeks. Um, and then I just kind of, from there, I just looked around. I saw what was happening. You know, I took some news stuff out of I took some news. I took some politics. I took some some things that were going on in my personal life. I just kind of really just bear it all. So it's it's easy to find inspiration when you're just, you know, being honest with people. And if you see something you don't like, you jump on live. If you meet someone who's really cool, who needs to be brought to the world, I bring them on too. I mean, it just, it, it, it really depends on how I'm feeling that day too. If I'm having a horrible day, I'll jump on and be like, listen, this is what happened today. I'm not really in the mood for negative comments. If you have something negative to say, catch me tomorrow. So it's all about what's going on around me or people I meet. Well, yeah, I, I think it's great that you're uh, at least honest about it. And, and I think you kind of have to be, as especially as you're doing it daily. Um, and especially if you don't have like a crew of people writing content and or uh, scripts and or finding other things for you to talk about and like, you know, feeding you the content that you're going to deliver. Um, you know, at that point, you kind of have to be, uh, you know, just roll with the punches of what comes up for you. Yeah, and, and, and actually, believe it or not, it's easier when you do it on video because you have to look at yourself. And there's days where I've tried to be super upbeat and I was having the worst day ever. And the problem was I couldn't look at myself honestly and be happy. I would I, I have stopped in the middle of live and said, listen, I'm lying to you guys. Uh, my day was crap. You know what I mean? And and, and that's, that's a big part of it for me is uh, looking at myself, I can be genuine with my audience. It's it's so much easier for me versus a podcast where I can easily disguise my voice to be happy. But it but I'm a you know you can see it on my face. It's like she's got bags under her eyes. She probably hasn't slept in three days. What's going on? You know. And now that I have that following of a steady 150 people, I they can actually easily identify the days where it's like Ashley, are you okay? So it's it's getting easier as I go along too. Yeah, I you know. I- I, I think that there's definitely something to be said for for the honesty there. Uh, I mean, video definitely adds that layer, um, and I think that there's definitely something for that to be said that um, even vlogging can't bring to the table because uh, you know most vlogs that people are watching aren't real. <laughs> it's, no. it's basically reality TV. They're they're planning yeah. it. They have 
some kind of funding behind them. Um, you know, it's it's not reality. So uh, when it's when it's Facebook Live, like yeah, there could be bit. You know, you could Facebook Live from like, hey, I'm jumping this car over twenty cars, and it's you know, it's yeah, on fire, what? and it's awesome. But 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 like every day isn't going to be like that necessarily. You know, no, I try not to jump cars with fire. Um, <laughs> this is a safety precaution for other people driving. But um, no, yeah, seriously, there's a very, there's a very, very honest part of doing it every day. It is challenging, especially because, like you said, I have no one feeding me content. It's just me. Uh, like tomorrow or tonight, actually, I'm doing one about Malcolm in the Middle because I've been watching Malcolm in the Middle for the last month, and just how it kind of shaped my life. So. I kind of just, like I said, I just go with what what I feel needs to be said or if there's someone who I feel the world needs to see um, because it's hard to get yourself out there, especially as a podcaster or, you know, doing videos or trying to go viral or try or just trying to do anything, really. And I think that one of the biggest things I bring to the table is I can talk to just about anyone. So I, I make sure that people are showcased and I make sure that, you know, I'm showcased because, of course, it's my show, but... Essentially, really, I'm all about, you know, showing the world the important people who aren't um, making millions of dollars doing their makeup, but people who are really trying to dive into the world, people who just need that outlet to just who just need someone to see who they are. And even if it's just one person whose life they can change, it's 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 a it's a real common saying, you know, if I can just change one life. And I used to think that was nonsense. But now that I'm doing this, I've seen, you know, people reach out to my guests who are like wow this was an awesome show i i, I want to talk to you more and now that i'm seeing that happening it's really 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 all coming to fruition fruition for, for, for i think it's fruition i think yeah right fruition. but I, i'm not right? the i'm not the uh i'm not the right person to ask for that i'm not a fruition sounds fuller though fruition. <laughs> yeah fruition well it's like the the fruits of the labor fruition yeah right that makes sense yeah. and if it doesn't it's 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 okay well, it does for this show um <laughs> so so how did your family take it when you were like i'm gonna start doing these daily uh facebook lives and and well actually before we go there how, how long have you been doing them to this date uh probably about i'd say i'm hitting the 80 day mark at this point um, okay yeah so i've been continuously for 80 days no joking around some days i don't go live i just do a a quick uh, little, like, well, I do go live, but I'll do, like, a quick, like, five-minute one. Like, here's what's happening. I'm going out. Somebody pray for me. You know what I mean? Like, something quick like that. Or or I'll do, like, a, or I'll do an hour interview or I'll just do an hour of me ranting. But it just, I mean, every day is different. Some days are longer than others. Some days are like, okay, I got to try this because Facebook now has this new thing where you can invite people who are on their cell phones on Facebook Live. So yesterday I did an interview and then, after that, when I realized I got a new phone that actually works well, I was like, okay, so I'm going to test this out. Let's do it. The first person to say hello is the person getting on here. So, boom. So, it, it just it kind of depends on the day and how I'm feeling. But, yeah, 80 days, man. Long 80 days. No, I, I, I know. I mean, I, I've done a daily podcast. I've done a daily um, – uh, even a daily business lesson vlog where every day I had a different business lesson for it. And I did that for like a hundred days. And, uh, it wasn't hard to come up with content. I, I think from my, uh, and I've talked about this on a, on a recent interview I did on another show. I think the thing for me was, was I, I felt like I was falling into like an assembly line 
of like I wanted to be I wanted to be creative, right? Like that's one of the things I I, I do. That's kind of my thing. So, um, and I felt like I was getting to a point where I was doing it constantly, all like every day, and it was just turning into like an assembly line of like, okay, I, I add one of these and this, and this is the formula, and then that's it. And it's like, but I want to I want to push it forward, but I can't because I'm trying to put one out every single day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that that uh, the pit of monotony is what I call it. It's, nah. it's, it's really, you're trying to you're, you're 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 and you're being creative. You know what I mean? People are like, "Wow, this is creative," and you're thinking to myself, you're thinking to yourself, like, "Is it though? Am I really am I really hitting the you know? Am I really hitting my standard?" Because I, I've noticed mm-hmm. that a lot of people who don't do these things, when you do them, they're saying, "Well, they take courage," you know, it takes creativity, and you're doing all these things, but. In my mind, I'm like I'm I, I I've developed a science, you know, a, a science hypothesis, and I'm testing it now, and it's just an experiment at this point, and it's and it's essentially even not even science, it's a math problem, and I'm solving it, and it's just kind of getting bored. I'm boring myself, and um, I think it's it's it is it's difficult, especially when you're like 35, 30 days in, and sometimes I saw like my audience just get to a you know, a plateau, a plateau where it was like, okay, these are the same people watching. I feel kind of bad for them at this point. <laughs> still watching. I'm doing the same thing for the last 30 days. Thank you for watching. I appreciate it, but I don't feel like I'm bringing a hundred percent to the table because I feel like I am literally, like you said, in an assembly line, I feel like I'm just putting the head on, then I'm putting the arms on. Then finally I'm putting the feet on and I'm saying goodbye to you guys. Yep. Yeah, and you know, and and that's one of the, I you know that's one of those things where it's like, even even as uh like like music artists or or comedians, like it's it it gets tough, you know, when you're doing the when you feel like when you feel like you're doing the same things over and over again. Now, you know, the, the audience doesn't necessarily know what was said the night before or, or or sang the night before or the set list or anything like that. I mean, unless you're like. Bruce Springsteen where everybody's like writing the set list down right you know forever and 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 archiving it forever and always but you know it's it's just one of those things where as a as a creative like that's one of the things that we we strive for to just keep pushing it um keep pushing forward and keep pushing for difference you know making a difference and I know it, it can be, it can get monotonous. Um, and, and, and especially, and you know what the thing is, is doing it daily. We don't necessarily have the time to sit down and be like, okay, let's game plan and think about how we can make things different. Cause we have to spend so much time on just getting that through that day. Right. Yeah. Unless we have Definitely. a team, a team would really yeah. help. <laughs> a team would be nice. A team would be fantastic. But then I, I, I get I get weary with a team because I tried to work with somebody and I told them my vision and it was almost as if like I have this vision and anything that deviates from that vision needs to go. And, and, and it's it's probably just the creative in me that's saying, listen, I know exactly what I'm talking about here. Um, you're not delivering what I'm saying and I'm frustrated with you because I am probably not communicating this properly, but here's what needs to be be done <laughs> you know what i mean and <laughs> and so I, I as a person who is as i grow as a entity or you know a, a crazy creative human as i grow i need to be able to communicate with people properly as i try and develop a team i need to teach these i need to 
either a give a whole entire business lesson on who Ashley is and the best way to communicate with her at any given time of the day, or I probably should just take a class on leadership. Either one. <laughs> you know, either. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I think that's, there's also something to be said for, um, uh, having companies, um, uh, or I'm sorry, not having companies, having, having breaks, Right. So like even even the biggest TV shows go in seasons. Yeah. Unless they're very, very formulaic, like a like a like a price is right or something where it's like, okay, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Okay, great. We have an episode. Let's get to the next one or or, or Wheel of Fortune or something where it's like so formulaic and no one there is there to be creative. They're there to do their job. Right. They're there to be a part of that assembly line. Yeah, that's it's it's a hundred percent true, and it's and, and I actually I wrestle with that. Um, I just wrestled with that like a couple of days ago. I was like, I need to take a break from Facebook, but then I'm like, oh no, if I take a break, where's everybody gonna go? You know what I mean? Like, oh no, mm. um, it, it's just that fear of it's it's that FOMO, man, the fear of missing out. If I don't do this for a week, am I gonna lose everybody who's ever who's ever watched me? Uh, and so what I actually did in order to in order to substitute that, I started my Instagram, but it's just a bunch of funny memes and things like that and, like, promo pictures just because I want – I don't necessarily – I want to get off of going live every single day. I, I probably, I'm probably going to go into having guests twice a week and then me doing my lives twice a week and then taking three days to rewatch everything and critique myself and do all those things. And then I have my Instagram, which is just keeping up with who's this – and it has this who's this name. It has my logo as the picture. But it's also bringing something funny to the table to let people know that just because I'm doing interviews does not mean it's going to be boring. You know, and just because I'm I'm bringing you issues that I think – because I have some, some, some of them that say I'm asking the real questions. And usually there aren't real questions. They're like, why is a toddler crying on the floor? If I kick your toddler and turn it into a game of life spinner, are you mad at me or are you mad at the kid? But, I mean, I want – <laughs> you know, I want people to see that there's another side to this, that there is a fun side, that there's a creative side where I can create a meme or there's a creative side where I can show you my dog. And there's a personal aspect where I can show you parts of my life. And without me having to necessarily invite you in every day, because it, it, it gets exhausting. And like you said, TV shows have seasons. So I should probably and I thought about that, like I should probably have like seasons and leading up to those seasons, maybe do some pre-recorded ones and do promos of them or do things like go out on a Saturday night and talk to the DJ, you know, where it's not as serious and it's not as, not as me. I don't know if that makes sense. No, no, it does make sense. So, I mean, my suggestion coming from somebody who's done hundreds and hundreds of videos, I actually, I'm getting closer and closer to like a thousand uh, yeah. pieces of content video and audio combined um i would say you know maybe maybe you don't need to like go in seasons like i know my, my one friend daniel watson she she goes and she's done seasons um she was doing the daily uh danielle and and uh now she she does it but she she's doing it in in seasons. so I, to me, like I, I like putting out regular content, right? So, so when I stopped doing my my show five days a week, my my podcast five days a week, uh, I moved it down to three, and then I eventually moved it down to one. So I had a lot more time to create other stuff, like books and work on other projects and and things like that. So, 
to me, like if I if if the Facebook lives were that if, like that much of a mainstay to me, I would be looking to be like, okay, let me do it like two days a week. And then yeah. I can spend a day planning out what the next couple of weeks are going to look like and then not have to be so stressed about it. Um, you know, cause without a team to, to, again, to, to help make it, make all the things that need to happen, happen. It's, it, it just can get really tough. I mean, we as content creators, um, we have to wear so many hats to make it to make it work, and to be good at all those things is is next to impossible. So, um, so it's just a, a real it's just really important to keep that in mind uh, when you're trying to do things like that. Like may, maybe what you need to do is do you know two you know planned ones a week and and one a week where you're just it's just like a questions and answers show or something and come up with like different different things to that effect right so these are easier and as long as you have the questions to answer you have it you have an episode so now you now you're only doing three days a week you know monday wednesday friday or whatever and and it's not that hard because uh, you only have two that you have to actually come up with with planned content for whether that's interviews or whether that's whatever yeah that makes perfect sense and actually you're 100 percent right and it, and and thinking to myself like if i can do seven days a week three days they'll those will be the best three days of interview or interviews or of you know lives ever just because i know what it takes to make a spur of the moment i know what it takes to not have planning so if i sit down and actually plan it i can only imagine you know the capability i can only imagine what i'm capable of at that point yeah, and that's when so I and that was something that came up in in one of the, uh, a recent interview I did um, too was like, you know, if you do something daily, you're gonna get really really good at it really really quick, right? Because you're you're investing a ton of time and effort. So so plus the other thing is is you're creating a whole bunch of backlog catalog, you know, back catalog for people to go to. So that was the other reason why I didn't feel like. Oh man, I got to keep doing a show five days a week, and like I'm not getting the downloads to warrant doing it five days a week. Right. Plus now I have like 75 episodes. So if somebody go, you know, does see the show, they're like, Oh wow. I can listen to like all these episodes, but these back right. episodes. So, so it's, it's more than just, you know, da- going daily is great for, for honing your skills, learning, getting the basics down really, really good. And then being able to be like, well, look, I have a hundred episodes behind me. Um, and you, you know, and the beginning one sucked, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can hear Ava crying in the background, but um, so how how did your family like? How did your family take you going into uh, doing daily daily Facebook lives? My family isn't surprised by anything I do at this point, <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, well, is that is that the month? Is that this month's adventure? They were more surprised that I stuck with it than anything, because I have a hard time. I get bored easily. Um, and that's, mm. that's part of the reason I kind of went into radio because radio is not boring. It doesn't pay well, but it's not boring. Every day is a different topic. Every Sunday I went in with a different, you know, show prep idea every week, every day I went in, there was something different happening. So I didn't have to get bored. So when I, when it got to 30 days, my mom was like, wow, good job. And then it got to 60 days and my dad was like, whoa, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> you're still doing this. And now, you know, that I'm running, I'm getting guests, I'm getting more high profile guests and stuff my parents and you know my sister are just like so she might be doing something <laughs> you know for the first 15 days of anything they ignore me 
Um, I've had so many different ideas of things I wanted to do, and I do them. When I do things, I jump head on. So I'll do them for a solid, you know, 90 days and be like, all right, I'm done. You know, I'm done. I tried it. I did it every day. I did it for like three hours. I dedicated my whole entire soul to it. Um, but now that it's now that they're seeing that it's a thing I'm serious about, a thing I'm not joking about, and they're they're starting to take it seriously. Because, like I said before, it was like, all right, call me in 20 days when you're bored. And now that they see I have a, like a logo, um, they see that I'm doing all the things I need to do to create a real show. I have all the editing software. I have all the audio software. I basically turned my room into a studio. They are just probably blown away by the way I'm actually doing something and investing in something. And I'm investing my own money, which is something I never really believed in before. I always did the whole other people's money thing. But, you know, mm. me spending my own money on something I believe in is a big indicator that it'll either A, ruin my life, or B, create a total line of success that nobody's ready for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I think that it's it's really uh awesome that you're that you're you've that de- you dedicate yourself like that and yeah i mean generally speaking people uh wa- you know like us do get bored very easily so and because I, I was the same way you know there's a lot of things that i did and one of the, one of the few things that i kept up with for for so long and still do is is djing so it was you know first it was djing and 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 then taking those skills and turning that into, you know, all the audio uh, knowledge and turning that into to podcasting and going from there. So it's, it's really uh, it, like, I totally get it. And it's, it, it's that um, dedication to something that you're not doing all the time or, or weren't doing in, in the past and just found out about it, just started doing and, uh, and that enables you to have a whole bunch of different skill sets that have enabled you to get to do what you're doing now, right? Like if you didn't have the radio background, doing the Facebook Live thing probably would have been a foreign idea. Yeah, exactly. And then I, from radio, I went, well, I worked in live TV for a solid three months. And while I loved it, it just kind of kind of blew up. Um, just the company went under. So I just, I and so the camera operation thing was something I learned. I did marketing and I did all kinds of weird things for money at all, at any given moment. Um, once I decided that I wasn't really fit for college, so yeah, like you said, I mean, all every skill I've had now or I've I've had in the past leading up to this is really, 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 you know, it it, it almost makes sense that there's a plan for my life because if you'd asked me ten years ago why the hell I was doing, oh sorry, why the heck I was doing anything i feel like dude i don't know man i'm just trying to make 50 bucks you know what i mean <laughs> like but now you know the skills of volunteering because in high school i did all this volunteering for a nonprofit, and i did it up until i was about 22 and i i learned how to run a business even though it's a nonprofit, nonprofit is still a business you just don't pay taxes Absolutely. and everything you know i learned how to run a business i learned how to do grant writing i learned how to get sponsors so now i and, and in hindsight when i think about everything i've done it's all led up to the idea of me having my own show and me creating it by myself. Uh, I've, I've gotten all those tools because I have gotten so bored so easily and moved on from job to job to skill to skill. Now I don't need, and I'm sure I absolutely do need a team, but as of right now and where I am, I don't need a team. I know how to do the marketing. I know how to get the sponsors. I know how to write letters. You know, I know how to do the editing. I know how to, I know what kind of camera I need. I know all the things I need to do. So I, 
as as crazy as it sounds, everything I did really it equals up to me doing what I'm doing now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more and I'm and I'm happy that uh I'm happy that you've had the experiences that you've had to, to get you to that point. So um so your your hobby though to outside of, of Facebook living and and building your own platform and your own uh, show and all that uh, is uh, is watching TV and and I think it's interesting that you 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 said that uh, it's it's the easiest way for you to turn your mind off. It is, and and actually yeah, it's the easiest way for me to turn my mind because I'm I'm wrapped up like right now I'm watching Malcolm in the Middle. Fun fact: the last name's Wilkerson. Um, I'm right now, I'm wrapped up in the Wilkerson issues, you know, is Reese going to get in trouble this week? Is, is Dewey ever, are the, are the parents ever going to figure out how smart Dewey is? Is Malcolm ever just going to be happy with like, I'm wrapped up in someone else's issues. When my TV's off, I have to live my life and I have to deal with my issues. But when I don't have to do that, I am free to think in those lessons that I learn each week, you know, and that comes back to like 90 sitcoms in general like Full House or Family Matters or really any sitcom of the 90s, at the end, you know, they always had that heartfelt, like, la, la, la moment. And it gave you those life lessons, but you didn't have to learn them yourself. So you were already equipped with them, you know. And so I I take those, and while my brain's off and I'm not dealing with my own problems, I, I absorb this. And then when it comes to my issue, you know, will my parents ever find out that I'm not a late, you know, uh, that I'm a, I'm a secret genius who's going to take over the world? I now know how to handle this because I've seen it already. And granted, it's not going to play out as perfectly as a nice written script, but at the same time, it's still the same guidelines. A problem is a problem, and there's always a way to solve it. And nine times out of ten, most of the time, I've taken the steps that other TV characters have taken to solve their problems. And it's a weird, it's, I don't think it's a weird way of looking at life, but I explain it to people and they say TV's not real. Well, that's because most people are watching things that are absolutely absurd. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. So, yeah, you can't apply what goes on It's Always Sunny into real life, but if you watch a family sitcom, you really can take a lot of lessons out of it, and you really can watch people deal with what you deal with without having to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, so so for me, like, I used to, to think that, and I, I, you know, I don't, I used to, I used to think that I could turn my mind off while I'm watching TV, and, and uh, as it turns out, that that is not the case anymore, but... Um, the way I look at TV now and the, and the specific shows that I will watch, cause I don't watch many, um, is, is I'm, I'm more studying them. How are they shot? How, like what um, cuts are they using? Uh, what, uh, stories are being drawn out? What, you know, all of that stuff. Um, and the lessons that, that are in there. So like when I'm watching a lot of the b- different business shows, like there's a lot more in there than just the, the obvious stuff that they're br- like, they're bringing to oh, the table. Yeah. You just have to look past that. Look between, read between the lines and you'll see so much more than just the, let me turn my brain off and watch this oh, thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you're watching like shark tank. Cause I know what you're talking about. If you're watching like shark tank, um, if, I don't know if that's the kind of business show you're talking about. Well, well I, I watched. Yeah, that's one of them. You know, Shark Tank. I I can I can gather from that show um, a couple things that I know. If I ever had to come in front of an audience and pitch my show, or come in front of a bunch of millionaires or multimillionaires and pitch my show, things I should and shouldn't do, and deals to look for and deals not to look for. A lot of times, and and this is just my opinion. A lot of times, people are getting railroaded into these deals because they don't have the money. 
And, you know, as nice as that is, you have to actually be presenting your pitch past the millionaires. Because you have to be presenting it to America. You know, you, you, your, your investors may be sitting five feet in front of you, but realistically, your investors are America because they, they can give you millions and millions of dollars, but if, you're, if it doesn't sell, it doesn't sell. You know what I mean? Like, right. so to me, with Shark Tank, it's, it's how to pitch to a camera. I'm not really trying to pitch to Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban has already made up his mind when he saw the set list of what he's going to invest in and what he's not. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And it, it always surprises me how often people that are on that show, it's like, if you knew you were going to be on that show, why would you not spend as much time as you could watching every possible episode? Because absolutely. every everything that you need to know is in all of those episodes. But you would only absolutely. know that if you act like I've watched every episode. So like, yeah, if you if, if you know it, like if you watch it, then you would know it. And and if you pay attention and take notes, and there's been a couple people that have been on there that that are very obvious that they've watched pretty much every mm-hmm. episode because they they picked up on every nuance every, yep. that you know uh, that they possibly could to use it to their advantage. And and I agree to your point of you know you have to you know your your ultimate investors are people who buy into things, so it's it's important that it actually matters to those people. Um, I just want to remind everyone that everyone that they're listening to the dreamers podcast with your host, Joe Pardo, that's me. And I'm interviewing the awesome Ashley Sanders, who has been uh, daily Facebook living uh, for, you said it was like nine, 90 days, almost 90 days now, almost 90 days now. That is awesome. Ashley, what's been the biggest roadblock for you to overcome myself, me, like looking at myself for 90 days straight is the roughest thing I've ever had to do. And it's it's because I know me, and I can look in my eyes and be like, dear God, woman, get it together. You know, and I can see all the tiny little flaws in my face that show my emotions, or I can see the tiny, even like things like one hair being out of place. Granted, I know no one's going to notice it, but I'm like, this is bothering me. When is a proper time when I'm on camera that people won't notice me going, you know, wiping my face? Or... The, or when is it proper time for me to stand up real quick because my leg hurts? You know what I mean? I, it's a matter of me wanting myself to look not necessarily perfect because no one's perfect, but me giving that illusion that I, I am okay, <laughs> really, um, on some of them. And, and the illusion that I did actually prepare my – I did brush my teeth and wash my face. Because granted, before every show, I, I brush my teeth twice. But then there's always something – in me that I'm like, ooh, you got to get that, got to get rid of that, that, and I'll go back and look after the show's over, and I can't find it. So just looking at myself for 90 days has been rough, believe it or not. It's been super rough. Wait a second, you brush your teeth twice before you go on Facebook Live? Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's just it's a thing. It's a weird thing. I used to do that. I used to brush my teeth once before I went on radio because no one could see my face, but it's like once. For the teeth and the second time for the breath for some reason. It's just this weird I feel like people can see your breath or something. I don't know. It's just something I have to do. If I don't do it, I feel like my show is awful. It's one of those one of those uh what do you call them? Uh the word, just lost the word. Like a tick or uh Um It's one of those uh like you know, like lucky shirt kind of things. <laughs> you know what I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ashley, what was your childhood dream when you were growing up? I wanted to change the world. 
<laughs> no joke. I wanted to change the world. I wanted to be like the Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, uh, Charlie Manson, Jim Jones, RuPaul of the world. I wanted to change the world for everybody. I wanted everybody to be happy. I just wanted the world to be a good place. And that's always been my dream. And it's still my dream. I've never let go of that. At first, I thought I could do it through politics. And then I started, you know, getting into politics. And I was like, well, you can't really change the world as much as you can change your pockets. Um, and then I thought <laughs> through activism. And I was like, yeah, activism is great, but you're going to live at home forever. Um, <laughs> and so it's kind of, a, it's, it's now I'm, I'm using my skills that I've learned, and I just, like I said, my dream ever since I was a child, and you can ask my mom, because me and her used to argue about this. She would say, what do you want to do with your life? And I'd say, I want to change the world. She'd go, you can't change the world. She'd say, yes, I can. And I would cry, because I, I have always just wanted to change the world for the better. I've wanted people to be happy. I want people to live their lives. I don't want people to be sad. I hate sad people. I hate being sad, so for me, that's that's always been, that's the dream. It's a giant, broad dream. I don't know how I'm going to do it, man, but it's going to happen. <laughs> so, so, wait, I got to, so you, did you, did you say Charles Manson? Yeah, well, he's got the whole family thing and the compound going. I'm not, I'm not talking about the murder part, like the, no. <laughs> the family living compound part. Yeah, no, 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 not the weird parts of Charles Manson. The Charles Manson that, you know, created a family and created the sense of unity and love and devotion to each other. Um, just like Jim Jones, he created this giant compound for people to live in. No, I don't want no. I don't want people face down on my compound through helicopter uh, drone shots. But what I do want is a place where people feel like they're home, and I want a place where people can go to, and I don't want them to feel like they're being persecuted. So it, it's the it's the lighter side of those cults <laughs> that I'm talking about. Yeah, it's the lighter side. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, could we? Could you name one that didn't end in tragedy? Uh, not one. Um, I mean, the Beatles. 